0: Yo, 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 you're tuning to Between Me and You, a real talk podcast where we will talk about pretty much anything and everything pop culture, music, sports, and et cetera. But the biggest thing we want to do is learn and educate ourselves, especially as we are entering this world of adulthood as seniors in college. But before we get into anything else, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Andrew Amuzu,
1: I'm Rashad Alexander.
0: And we make up this this podcast called Between Me and You. We have a lot of cool plans in store, but for today, let's start off with something that is near and dear to our hearts and that's music. Even more specifically for me, hip hop and R&B. Long story short, both genres have evolved tremendously over the years. Hip hop is running the music scene, of course, but some would say R&B is on the decline. But Between Me and You guys, I don't know if I agree. Rashad, I know you have a lot to say about this. You were actually the one that brought up this um, entire subject that we're about to talk about. So, um, yeah, what were some things that you that kind of made you want to bring this up?
1: Yeah, so it's funny because I literally saw it. You know, and uh, to me, it made perfect sense. The guy basically said that uh, the reason why R&B isn't as popular as it once was was because rappers are so... Um, Uh, diverse in the way uh, they do music and I 100% agree with that because you know you look at the way rappers like are able to sing and be able to rap on the same at the same time on the same song like it's pretty impressive because you know back in the day it's like if you got like a R&B like if you got a rapper on an R&B song that was like huge but like nowadays like rappers don't really like need R&B singers like that no more like so when you see those collaborations it's not really as you know, like oh my god, this is happening. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely feel like the rappers being able to do what they do now is definitely like a reason why R&B isn't as popping as it once was back in the day.
0: But it sounds like you're you're saying that R&B is dependent on hip hop. Is is that what you're trying to say? Uh,
1: not really. In I mean, to survive. I mean, when you think about it, though, like they complement each other so well, especially yeah. when both of them are you know dom- dominated by black people. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, you know, back in the day, you know, when you got like a hip hop, all those like smash hits, they was, you know, they had rappers on them song, them yeah. R&B songs, you know. Yeah. But like now it's like, you know, you see R&B artists on a rapper song or vice versa. It's like, oh, you know, it's cool. Like, you know, like I feel like back then, if like you saw Usher, Ludacris, and Lil John on the same song, people would go, people's probably going nuts when that, jo- when that joint dropped. But like yeah. now it's like people do, you know, you'll see like weird collaborations and they'll just be like, "Well, oh, okay, but and they'll enjoy, it. but you know what I'm saying? I just feel like it's not as like because it's so common, it's not as much as near and dear to people's hearts as it once was, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's like the stars cuz are you I don't know what you're comparing it to, but I definitely think that the stars of today are not R&B stars, right? So in the 2000s A lot of black stars were R&B artists like your Beyonce's, your um, Neo's, Chris Brown started R&B, Usher. uh, Those are Mariah Carey, Alicia Keys. Like those were R&B artists. Mm -hmm. Um, The biggest hip hop stars, it wasn't really as wide of a group or, you know, you had your Jay-Z's, your Kanye's um, and and all that. But, you know, maybe it's maybe R&B. It's not that it's dead, but maybe it's lacking star power.
2: I don't know.
1: What do you I mean, think, Avi? Yeah.
2: There's so many stars now that incorporate R&B into their everyday music, as you were saying. You know, like, every song, I feel like, has an aspect of R&B. Like, we listen to mainstream artists every day. We don't realize they're R&B artists. <laughs> we don't realize they're R&B artists. Like, there's Khalid. Khalid's a big R&B artist, but a lot of people think he's pop because, you know, he does he does songs with Halsey and, and similar artists. There's The Weeknd, who's a huge, huge R&B artist, but he, everyone knows him for his pop songs. Um beyonce as you guys mentioned usher as you guys mentioned chris brown alicia keys they're all they're all artists that everyone listens to like very mainstream everyone loves these artists everyone loves the music that that they come out with but as you said you know r&b has become so blurred with with just hip-hop and and pop music that it just it's fading out like the importance of r&b itself is fading out to to consumer group itself yeah
1: i mean You know, when I kind of think about R&B, you know, I automatically think about, you know, the people y'all was like mentioning, like, you know, the Beyonce's, the Neo's, the Usher's, you know, things like that. But, you know, I look at hip hop and I realize, you know, a lot of these rappers are like basically, you know, singers at the same time. So that's kind of like why I said what I said, like Rod Wave. I feel like Rod Wave is like a perfect example because like Rod Wave, he considers himself a rapper. But it's like if you really listen to his music, you would you would think he's an R&B singer because, you know, always talking about, you know, all that pain stuff. Um, always, sing, you know, always singing, you yeah. know, stuff like that. And it kind of it kind of makes me wonder, you know, at what point, you know, like our rappers like basically like just t- trying to do like the R&B thing themselves. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel yeah. like with people yeah. like him, it kind of like changes like the way we kind of look at both um like genres if that kind of makes sense
0: yeah and i think a lot of there there have been a lot of rappers that have kind of influenced this right because you're right there's a lot of rappers that are singing but you know you have people like you know tyler the creator who raps but also you know tries to put his vocals in it but you can even go back further with people like you know drake starting out as this he did a lot of the singing parts and songs um or even like Soulja boy right like he would rap but then he would have a whole bunch of vocals. Now, not all the vocals were him, but it would always be him singing along to it. Kanye West was like that as well. And so maybe that's just something that they're adding to hip hop. But when we're talking about R&B as, as, as a whole, I kind of think that Afrobeats is actually kind of keeping it afloat. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it was sinking, but Afrobeats is kind of something that's kind of revitalizing uh, Afro, um, R&B, if you think about it, because it's so popular, yeah. you know. And so... I don't know. Maybe I don't I don't I wouldn't say R&B is dead because what is R&B really? Because R&B in the 70s is different than R&B in the 90s um, is different than R&B in the 2000s. 2000s R&B started to sound more of like a hip hop type of thing. And so now R&B in the 2000s, in in the 2020s and the 2010s, you know, it, it sounds a lot different. So I don't know. What do you guys think about Afrobeats and playing a role in this?
1: Well, when we talk about Afro beats, can you kind of give me, like, an example of a few artists like you kind of have in mind?
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, you can't forget to mention Thames. Yeah, uh, she's thought. probably, like, the biggest one that's really helped with, um, you know, R&B sound, bringing it to Afro um, and bringing Afro beats into it with her song, you know, Crazy Things, Or even, like, things starting out with Essence um, and even having artists, mainstream artists, specifically Justin Bieber, you know, going on and making a remix to it. So Afrobeats is really controlling the 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 thing uh for for R&B but I don't know I just I just wouldn't say R&B is dead. Would you say R&B is dead, Avi? Uh
2: I wouldn't say it's dead. I'd say it R&B is living but it's it's more living through other things than it is yeah. itself kind of thing. But uh it's like a it's like a legacy being carried on almost or, or a, yeah. a dream being carried on but <laughs> it's not like I don't think people necessarily listen to r&b for just the r&b itself usually there's rap feature hip-hop features rap features uh just regular vocal features on it that people really like like the accents to the r&b song so i think that's that's really what's keeping it afloat right now is the mix of every genre yeah how many artists are there today that you would
0: or how many r&b artists today would you just listen to their song because it's an r&b artist are the I don't I don't even know if there's a lot, like a lot of people would listen to them because they're featured on like a rap song like Avi say. or I mean, like I don't know like, Bryson Till, but people listen to Bryson Tiller for a Bryson Tiller or he has some good, he's featured a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I mean,
1: I don't know because it's it's funny you mentioned that because the way I started listening to um Summer Walker was because I heard a because I saw she had a song with a boogie. Yeah. and then like but because a boogie was like one of my favorite rappers at the time but then the song's called stretch you out when i first heard it i was like who was who summer walker and then because i was like damn this is a really good song and then i realized i remember now that i think about it though i heard the um girls need love remix with um with drake with yeah with drake yeah, yeah, on it that
0: was all over the radio yeah that
1: was everywhere so it's like i don't know um it kind of depends, but at the same time, like, the hip-hop, those rappers, like, did get me into listening to those artists a lot more. But at the same time, though, honestly, though, when I do see, like, an uh, and b artist, like, on, like, a rap song, like, even nowadays, I still, you know, I still get intrigued by it regardless. Yeah. I know why I said yeah. earlier, but, you know, I'm going to still get intrigued because sometimes they can be, like, you know, pretty cool collaborations regardless. So, yeah. you yeah. know, like, I guess we can, this is not technically R&B, but, like, you know when we saw, like, you know, t- you mentioned Tyler, because, you know, the, the collaboration with NBA Youngboy, like, nobody really expected that. And actually, recent, now that I think about it, recently, Youngboy just had a feature with, like, Keelani or had a song with Keelani. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, regardless, and those are good song- really good songs, too. Yeah. So I feel like regardless, like, the music, you know, it's still going to be good. Yeah. It's just a matter of, you know, that the... F- eye popping factor it's just not in my opinion it's not really the same anymore but at the same time regardless the music's still good it's just i don't know i guess but like one of y'all mentioned before you know it's changed a lot throughout the years and i feel like every year r&b becomes different and you know going back to like the afro beats point definitely i feel like that's kind of where things are right now as far as like the big um uh what r&b has kind of become because i feel like music's become so international as well at this point so yeah that's kind of how i feel about it
2: yeah i'm a i'm i I'm personally a big fan of like two artists that are that i listen to for their r&b songs like specifically i didn't i didn't really hear any uh like uh features on their songs just yet when i first listened to them but there was there's pink sweats and there's mm, yeah. uh and, and black or six yeah. black, I guess, yeah, but six I mean, black, six black <laughs> yeah. but, but um, yeah, those two, those two guys, I, I like, I loved their R and B music. I, I absolutely loved it. And I so.
0: got, I got to get more into pink sweats and black or six black. It's black, it's it's black. black. I promise it's you. It's black.
1: Y'all is black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I've never, but um, that's a good point because especially like I feel like um a few years ago. When those two like were really popping out on the scene, mm-hmm. they were featured in a lot of things. Oh, yeah. And so maybe and this might be a stretch, but does hip hop kind of depend on R&B almost? Because, you know, you see a lot of like the 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 top R&B artists like Thames, SZA. They're on a lot of features because once there's st- once they start blowing up, the hip hop artists or rappers especially, they're like, oh shoot, like I, I want to rap. I need somebody to sing this chorus. And so they're gonna pick SZA. they're gonna pick Thames, they're gonna pick a Bryson Tiller, they're gonna pick, you know, a, a Black or, um, or something. What's what's um how do you say this new guy's name? Blast? Is it Blast? Blast, yeah. Blast. Um, he's everywhere too. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, maybe maybe hip-hop kind of it's kind of like a joint thing like you said earlier
1: yeah i feel like yeah it's a joint thing for sure but at the same time i don't know i wouldn't say that really rapper because you know I'm, in, I'm, I'm gonna say i feel like i'm repeating myself but i'm gonna just say it again like because of the way that rappers are so diverse um in the way that and skilled in the way that they rap and sing now it's to the point where it's like they don't really need like they don't really need to call Keelani or SZA or uh, Summer Walker or whoever to come and get a hook a hook out of them because most of the time they can probably just sing it themselves if they really wanted to. Okay. Yeah, but, but they
0: want those extra streams though. So they gotta call.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I mean, really though, you can some of them some of these rappers don't really care about streams, like I'm gonna mention him again, like NBA Youngboy. He's not he's one of those artists that really doesn't really care about, you know, the the numbers and stuff. He just drops the music to drop music and a lot of I know a lot of people like when it comes to him, like a lot of people don't realize that a lot, he's very much um, diverse when it comes to his sound, and especially yeah. if you actually if you sit down and listen to a project the way, especially with the way like his vocals are. But you can do that. You can say that with a lot of other rappers too, like you know Young Thug, Future, and you know of course it goes back to uh, guys like Drake and Kanye as well. But yeah, I just feel like well, I feel like. We all like hip hop and R&B. They, of course, can coexist. And of course, you know, they go hand in hand with one another. I just think because of the way rap has been developed throughout the years, because I feel like back in the day, like, yeah, they would have needed uh, they would for sure needed a uh, R and b singer to call on if they wanted to, you know, have, you know, that smash hit. But now it's like, you think so? Like back in the day?
0: Yeah, like, what's back in the day, like, 2000s or Yeah, we're t- uh, yeah
1: my bad. We we're, were talking, like, back in the day, you know, we're young, so, like, I'm thinking, like, 2000s, <laughs> like, or like late 90s. You know, those, like, you know, the Ja Rule, J- Jennifer yeah, Lopez yeah, yeah. days. Nelly. Then, yeah.
0: Nelly like, Ke- Kelly Rowland with <laughs> Dilemma, like, that. Okay, yeah. I see that. I see that. But then even,
1: like, in, like, seeking into the two th- a later 2000s or, like, early, mid-2000s, yeah. that's what I'm trying yeah. to say. Like, yeah, man, because I, like, I feel like if we – I mean, I should've. I probably should've looked at this before. But I feel like if we really do the research, though, like a lot of those hit hit songs definitely had features that also had either like an R and B singer by themselves, or they had a rapper and R and B singer. And usually, it was like the R and B singers, like the lead artists, and like the yeah. rappers, the featured artists. Yeah, like I don't know. I just feel like back in the day, it was just so like shocking to see that. Yeah. It's like when you when you see like two different artists from two different genres like collab like that they it obviously would become a big Mm -hmm. hit like i feel like there's a bunch of songs we can name i just can't really think of them right now but i mean yeah yeah it's probably one of them with usher and luda and lil john like i mentioned earlier but um yeah man i just feel like when it comes to like like i said they go hand in hand but i just i don't know i feel like back in that era a lot of rappers probably uh couldn't really like get away with like weren't really able like they could get a hit, but if they really want that smash hit, like yeah, they are gonna call an R and B singer or something like that.
0: Today it's kind of like uh you know you help me I help you type of th- type of feel with mm-hmm. hip hop and R and B right because you're saying you know if a if an R and B artist and a rapper collab on a song it's they are more likely to you know get that hit and a lot of the hits that we know of today have that especially with um you know Post Malone and, and Doja Cat's recent song like and I don't even know if you consider Doja Cat a r&b artists but you know you get you get the you get the point um but it's interesting though because like maybe up to the 2000s like hip-hop and r&b were two separate things and they did not necessarily mix a whole lot because people that listen to r&b weren't necessarily always listening to hip-hop especially prior to the 90s um you know those two were separate art um industries genres and, you know, hip hop was more for the younger generation. Uh, and then obviously there's a negative connotation to it with, you know, gangster rap and all that stuff. But R&B was more like, yeah, like this is actual music. These are actual instruments that we're playing. And But now over time, that 2000s was kind of that glue, sort of. And so I think it's interesting how like the audiences and time have sort of changed that. Because at its root, I don't think hip hop should rely on R&B Because at its root, hip hop is not about collabs. It's not about hits. It's about talking about your experiences. It's about about,
1: it's art. It's an art.
0: It's an art form, right? And so it should. It doesn't. It shouldn't have to depend on R and B. I don't think the original creators wanted it that way. They didn't want hip hop so you can create hits. They wanted to, you know, step out, talk about your upbringing, the community that you come from.
2: Well, that's what I think. Hip hop is also it's. Well, hip hop is also like. uh, it's a blend of like cultures, right? Like it's 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 what spreads, it's what spreads culture around too. So hip hop I also see as being a very inclusive kind of, not only like music but also dance kind of thing. And mm-hmm. so when we look at at it that way, um, shoot, I lost, I'm losing my track of thought right here.
0: Dance and and all that stuff you're talking about for for hip hop. Like, it's a... It's, oh, I'll come back to it. But back. it it kind of is, and I'm using this as like a metaphor almost but it kind of is like a dance you know uh they influence each other did you
2: remember now i think i did i oh, think i did so like they influence each other and so because of that hip-hop allows for more integration of like other music too yeah. you know like so like r&b i feel like if we're we can look at it as like hip-hop might need r&b to be on it to create a hit but at the same time like like r&b could be swapped with any it could be swapped with like a, a pop artist or like a, or another hip-hop artist so, like i think hip-hop is just it's a very kind of open kind of music to the point where it allows for a lot of like you know uh blending of of musics which you know creates new music creates new new flows creates new beats creates new new ways to new ways to you know express i was gonna ask you though do you feel like
1: it's because of like the artists themselves like the hip-hop artists themselves that make it easier for those collaborations to happen or do you feel like it's like you know the beats that they go behind or at least like the way the the culture is now like what do you like what do you think exactly makes it like easier for these collabs to happen
2: there's not not only there's obviously like there's the flow of each each artist is different Mm -hmm. um but at the same time with hip-hop because because everyone at this point understands that the flow of each each and every hip-hop artist can be pretty different the way they sound the way they ride the beat the way they uh merge with their the sound you know um because of that it's uh i'm losing my track of thought again wait can you repeat (laughs) your question again like i'm like i'm
1: asking like do you feel that um the way hip-hop is able to collaborate with like other genres of music is because of the hip hop artists themselves or the, like, you know, the beats that they're on or the culture or things like that.
2: Right. So I would say like, it's, it's a combination because the beats, the beats definitely do allow, like, like kind of anyone can adjust their sound to the beat, but then the artists, since they have their distinct sounds, other artists that come in can easily like create new sounds and, and new, new, uh, kind of sound structures with their voice and the beats so like the beat anyone can go on which that for one makes it easy for any person to hop on the beat yeah or any anyone to like sing or rap or or you know lyricize on the beat but then i'd say the artists uh, the way they i guess frame the song for for people to hop on that also makes a big but
0: big difference. I'm a, but I, hip-hop is such a like an empire right now i i feel like it's the hip-hop artists that are really taking initiative in you know collaborating um yeah. starting things off i don't know
1: yeah i just wanted to i just want to say something about like what you said i feel like personally though like i feel like if you're like if you're a good artist you should be able to like work on any beat yeah like, oh, it, of course yeah, yeah like it really no. like i feel like it, like like especially if you got like the talent and like the experience like like i feel like that shouldn't really like matter like you know what i'm trying to say
0: yeah you should be able to yeah and you should be able to be well-rounded like that and be be versatile and and all that stuff but um obviously you know we we've mentioned it time and time again so far but times the evolution of hip hop, the evolution of r&b how they've um, clashed how they've come came together it's been very interesting um and now today, it's it's kind of like a different scene where we're having this conversation, is R&B dead? But, you know, obviously, hip-hop has also taken a turn. And, uh, you know, it's, it's had its ups and downs, its history of violence. And we're kind of seeing that replay um, in today's time. And I know we'll have a, a very important discussion about that uh, coming right up. But we're going to take a short little break, and we will be right back. We're back. Just debriefing from that previous um, topic right there, i don't think r&b is dead but it is it's very different from what it used to be you know and obviously time and not everything is going to stay the same and we recognize that and so it's good to look back on the history of things and and all of that but kind of transitioning a bit uh to like the history of hip-hop you know uh, i started from east coast um, very underground and then as it became mainstream it was viewed as gangster rap People, obviously there's East Coast versus West Coast, uh gang violence, everything with that. And then you have different regions, like the South, especially coming up with different sounds, and then of course you had the Midwest, and now it's 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 huge in our culture. But, you know, we're we're kind of seeing this trend again where constantly hip hop artists, especially rappers, are just dying left and right. And, you know, this is Especially coming after P and B Rock, uh, who was uh, killed on Monday, I believe. Right, right. If I'm if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Right, and so, we've seen these things, and, and and artists, just especially younger artists, just violence and stuff like that. And so, what the heck is going on? I guess we can start on P and B Rock, Rashad. I know you have um, more expertise on this than. Than Avi and I, because I mean, you were you call yourself a big fan of his?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I was one of probably one of my favorite rappers uh, when I was uh, back in high school. But just in case you don't know the situation, uh, P and B Rock, he was a popular rapper. um, Got uh, robbed at I believe it was a Roscoe's uh, Chicken Shack over there in Los Angeles uh, this past Monday. Uh, There was a lot of controversy going on about his death alone because people were talking about um, how his girlfriend had posted that her and PNB were at the location and they're trying to, you know, say that that was the reason. They Even police were saying that that was most likely the reason why um, the robbery happened. But um, I, we'll, we'll get into uh, as far as, like, th- those logistics later. But, yeah, I really wanted to talk about this because, you know, we look at, you know, the past few years and it's just been so many rappers dying, you know, left or right. I mean, we go back into, you know, 20 I'll, I'll go back as far as like 2018 with, yeah. you know, XXX Tentacion yeah. uh Pop Smoke, um yeah. King Von, Nipsey, uh, Hustle. N- Nipsey Hussle, of course Nipsey, my bad. Uh FBG Duck, Lil Lil TJ, very very popular rapper. He he didn't die, but he got shot seven times. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's come to the point where it's like I I saw this, I believe Rod Wave was the one that said this, but somebody said that um being a rapper is one of the most dangerous jobs you can have in America. And while, you know, obviously there are a lot of, you know, more a lot of dangerous jobs to have, the way that rappers are getting constantly dying and getting gunned down, it's is very concerning and I feel like there definitely needs to be some sort of discussion or discourse within hip hop about this violence because it's come to the point where it's like these guys these guys are entertainers, but it's like they're moving like, the way they have to move and live their lives, it's almost, like, to me, in my eyes, it's ridiculous that they have to do this much, but at the same time, I understand, because, you know, that's generational wealth right there. So, you know, yeah. I kind of just wanted to talk to you guys about how you guys feel about, you know, the violence that's happening within uh, hip-hop and just how these situations can kind of be resolved. So, you know, right. Avi, we could start with you if you
2: want. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of the time when when I was uh listening to rap and you know in school when we learned about rap and rap culture and history uh, in in the history of America kind of thing we talked about how a lot of the times when we analyze these these songs we would see allusions that these rappers would put into you know like a shooting that happened or like some event that happened in their life and a lot of the times these things they kind of they can either stir trouble or they can you know put a fight away you know but put it behind put it behind them and so i feel like that's also a big that plays a big part in today's music scene too as we see shots taken during during um these songs like um a rapper would will send out a diss track on another rapper and then it'll go back and forth and it'll escalate so like i think a, a big part of it is like the content of what they decide to sing on you know because there's there's so much out there that you could you could rap on but in the end conflict is what um I guess provides the best the best music content yeah Mm and so
0: and that's what's driving it right it's that it's this fake notion that oh yeah I'm a killer because a lot of these people and then some of them come from some really bad neighborhoods they grew up in this culture but especially with people that are listening to these to these songs and the the generations of people that they're influencing a lot of it's yeah it's about these very explicit but violent things that it's kind of uh Elevated uh, hip hop in some sort of, of way because it's different, it's expressive, it's more expressive than I could say maybe a lot of other genres of music. But you know, hip hop is kind of like WWE, right? It's WWE seems real. But a lot of people say, a lot of rappers say, "Oh yeah, I got I got this this many women, this this much money, I got a, a Glock in the back," you know, and all this stuff. When they really don't, you know. And so it's kind of like. I hate to say it but it's to no surprise why things are getting so violent because all you hear in rap music today and i'm i'll say trap especially since you know a lot of trap artists are the ones dying it's not just like mainstream hip-hop people like your drakes and j cole's and kendrick's but especially in trap that's literally running the scene is gun violence like if you look at a music video they're waving, you know, Glocks in, in their in their hands and, and all this stuff. It's part of the culture, but it's not real. It's not true. And so they're almost living this life, and no wonder why it's so dangerous, you know? Yeah, I mean,
1: but I feel like you got to kind of think about, yeah, like, these guys' backgrounds, though, at the same time. And it's just like, you know, a lot of these, you know, major rappers are, you know, either former or current gang gang members. And it's like you know, when when you see all that stuff that's happening in the music videos and stuff, those are probably, you know, guys that they grew up with, you know, on the block and stuff like that back in the day. So, but at the same time, uh, what we kind of talk about, you know, I, I feel like what you're kind of talking about is like rappers who like really be about it and like some the ones that like don't really be about it. But I feel like, you know, there's definitely, and I definitely agree with that because there's definitely rappers who say the stuff they they do and like I know they don't really mean it. But honestly... It's, like, come to the point where it's, like, I feel like rappers should, like, like, I don't know how to explain this, but we call it, like, people call it cap rap, you know? Like, I feel like people should just, like, stick to that cap rap because when they really are about the stuff that they do, honestly, it ends, it ends up really bad, like... And I think King Von is like a is a perfect example of that because King Von was very much you know all the stuff he was rapping about that that dude was really like about yeah, it like yeah, he was. that that guy and unfortunately you know that led to his his um, early demise and I feel like you know with a guy like him um, he he definitely felt like he had something to prove because of his image. Because you know, people looked at him like you know, people were calling him like the Chicago Grim Reaper, yeah. stuff like that. Like I felt like he, someone like him, had like an image to prove to people, and you know, people believed him. But I feel like it's gone. It had gone to the point where, unfortunately, like he lost his life over it.
0: But where's this leading to, though? You know, if you if you stay in this, you know, you you might come from a gang or still be part of it. But we have never seen an artist who has come from a gang or, or that type of matter and continue to say that i'm part of a gang and survive and have a long lasting career so why aren't people getting the message that you know this is not the best this is not safe for you I mean, maybe they're just they just born and raised that way so maybe they they just don't know maybe they think they're strong enough or not
2: maybe you know? but i think that's definitely a part of it but at the same time like you see artists like migos right and and yeah they're all alive and well but um like a few years ago there's like a there's a phoenix music festival every year every summer in phoenix and i think it's called phoenix lights and they they were they were there a few years ago and at the end of their set they just like literally just had gunshots like in the in the song track just had gunshots like for at least 30 seconds just only gunshots and they were just like walking around like acting it out on stage you know and all that and it it could have been fun you know in the moment for them and all that stuff but then if we think about it like so many young kids like my nephew listens to the migos like he probably saw that and was like yo like like oh this is cool you know like it's like this is what the cool kids listen to this is what the cool kids do and stuff so like it's like it's it's the culture that but everybody
0: has gunshots in their song bad bunny has gunshots that's what i'm
2: saying and so like it's it's like it's normalized it's just an example amigos but like it's it's like it's so normalized to have gunshots in music now that it's it's also a kind of a proponent of this i feel like yeah so so violence in music and 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 early death it kind of stems from like all of this combining into what creates music now yeah
1: so you know that kind of made me think you know because A lot of rappers, you know, because I remember seeing on Twitter one time, it was 21 Savage. He was, you know, everybody knows the stuff 21 Savage be rapping about. Oh, my gosh. He's
0: probably the one that is uh, probably the best example that constantly talks about this, like, rap Gang yeah. life and stuff like that, and he's like probably the most popular one. That's yeah, probably oh, yeah. made it the longest.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, one time on Twitter, I think he reposted something that happened in Atlanta, and you know, he was like, "Oh, you know, put the guns down. We can't be killing each other like that." And then people, you know, were pulling up his lyrics, yeah, talking about like, like, "Ain't you, ain't you say this, this and the third And you know, Spend twenty blocked twice, like, like, like ain't apart. Yeah, like, come on now. And then twenty one, but he responded though, and it kind of made me think. He responded to it saying something like. You know, this is this is art. Like this is like the stuff that like, you know that's I've experienced or I've witnessed or I can at least relate to. Like I'm not promoting this stuff, but at the same time, I'm gonna like you know tell my story. He didn't say these exact words, but he said something along that line. So my question is, at what point do we like separate art from you know them promoting you know what their lifestyle? Because frankly, like I don't when I look at. um when I listen to music, I don't, you know, I don't really think I don't want to go and do those things that they're rapping about. But at the same time, that's definitely uh, something that they talk about. But at the same time, I don't think they're promoting that violence. So let's. um. So what do you you guys think as far as like when they keep on, you know, talking about that stuff in their music?
0: Well, they, they kind of when when they should stop staying like stop doing it. Is that what you're saying? Like, I'm saying, like... Or just more advocacy for gun violence.
1: Like, I'm saying, like, should they... Do you guys feel like they should just stop rapping about that stuff? Or do you feel like people are kind of just, like... People shouldn't have to take what they say literally, especially when that's their experiences.
0: But it's both, like... People know they shouldn't take it literally. And know uh, they shouldn't stop because that's not what hip-hop is about. Hip-hop started with just it being an art form where uh, black and brown people um in the, from the east coast could have this platform to express themselves to talk about where they come from the struggle and so you, i don't think that should you, you shouldn't like avoid talking about some things that you grew up with and what your lifestyle is but i guess there's got to be something to change right when tupac and biggie were assassinated pretty much like months apart from each other mm-hmm. just a few months Um, I know they they came some of like the top hip hop people they came together and they were like you know we got to end this violence east coast west coast that that stuff's gonna end because like we're having too many people die and so when are we gonna have that again why why did we go away from that you know and so maybe that's it but no I don't don't think because we don't want to take away from what hip hop actually is and was
2: yeah yeah i completely agree it's 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 kind of built in like you need to have those experiences to to experience music fully but at the same time like i also think um with uh, today especially it's it's a lot to do with like the hype music because you know we we used to listen to these topics like gunshots and and violence we used to listen to them and you know the beats weren't as like jumpy let let me like move around and like i don't know like it wasn't as like hype it wasn't trap it wasn't um Mm -hmm the beats weren't uh hype they were just kind of they were steady you know they they created a flow for the the artist and so if, if now they're saying the same stuff they're they're still talking about gunshots and you know how people are killed and stuff but then they're putting it on a, a super hype track where people are going to party to it drink to it you know do crazy shit to it then like you know i i think that's that's where a lot of the issues stem then is is like in hip-hop it's like it's the hype that's added on to it that yeah. that make. Makes yeah. people think, you one know, of, oh, it's normal.
0: One of my uh, close buddies, he asked me a question just out of curiosity, and it made me think. He said, "Well, I mean, Rashad, you could probably agree on this. that you know, black people tend to vote blue, you know, Democrat. I mean, that's kind of like a stereotype. And so, obviously, when we're when we're thinking about blue, we're talking about like gun protection, and then you see on the news, black communities coming together, put down the guns and stuff like that in the neighborhoods, right?" My friend out of curiosity was asking me, why do black people, you know, why do we say put down the guns, end the violence, children are dying in the streets, mothers are crying, brothers are dying. Why do black people say that, but then promote and play and blast music that does the opposite? You know, and that made me think. And because and maybe it, it makes... It makes sense, like, as to why there could be some confusion, why people think about that. Um, but I think the way that I answered it was pretty much like, uh, for hip-hop, it, that, it's just like the the origins of it, you know, being able to express yourself, where you come from. They don't mean to do it to keep up the violence. They don't mean to keep talking about it. But that's how they grew up. They grew up with a target on their back. They grew up having to defend themselves, how mm-hmm. to prove be able to prove themselves. How to be like, yeah, I got, I got the biggest block. Like, don't step on my block type of thing. You know what I mean? And so, that's kind of how they grew up, and that's how they're taking it into this art form. But I think that's that was a very interesting question that he brought.
1: Yeah, that <clears throat> that very much is an interesting question. Yeah, I mean, especially I feel like especially though, like nowadays, it's definitely social media does play a factor in that. You know, when you see like these uh rappers like going back and forth on the internet or even going back and forth on songs like fans like they buy into that stuff and they eventually like i'm gonna i'm gonna use like the Lil dirk and the nba young boy beef like people are like legit choosing sides over a beef that has like nothing to do like with them and i feel like oftentimes like people like think that they're like a part of that beef like bro these these people don't know y'all like (laughs)
2: oh i saw that the first time in nikki versus cardi (laughs) yeah like that was my biggest thing i saw that on the internet i was like what is happening right now i mean kanye but but like i yeah
1: yeah, but like i mentioned this like nba like the young boy and like dirk beef is because like this beat like like blood was shed throughout during this beef like that's kind of like it started back with like the king von death and it's like I feel like a lot of people when and I just see people say like a lot of like, you know, like just vile stuff about one another and stuff like that. And, yeah, I definitely think, you know, social media and just the way rappers are and how they present themselves, like people buy into that stuff. And like they often like, you know, they often just like be like, wow, I want to be a part of that. And, and you know, it's just it's just like crazy, especially with the beef like that with NBA Youngboy and Dirk, who are like two two of some of the biggest artists in hip-hop right now whether you agree or not like they they are very much like very well-known names Mm -hmm. within the industry and the way that their beef is like somebody like something could um, and i don't of course i don't not trying to bring bad energy in the air but something could happen easily especially when like uh you know and avi you mentioned this earlier about how like people were like making like hype songs while dissing each other like NBA Youngboy has a song called I Hate Youngboy where he's just dissing everybody. He's di- dissing, he was dissing Dirk. He was dissing H- Dirk's girl. He was dissing Gucci Man. He was dissing little baby. Yeah, but it's That's like always happened. But like Like this is a song you 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 will hear in a in a party. Like <laughs> he's like he's over here, like these dudes are over here dissing each other's like dead people and stuff like that. Like this is and people are like turning up to this music. Like this is like it's crazy, like how far like th- all this stuff has like gotten, and I feel like unfortunately, you know, it's only gonna get worse, and I feel like it's gonna take. And uh, I, I like I said, I don't like bring bad energy in the air, but yeah. I feel like people are only gonna really start caring about it until like a major artist that everyone loves, like, and I mean like everyone that's like very mainstream like dies from it, you know. And I'm not trying to say that like P pe- like kind of like how like uh. Biggie and Pac War, like that kind of that bit,
0: was yeah. That's how it shook everybody. A, yeah, you know,
2: I think I think people will be shook by it, but I don't think there's gonna be a change because I think at yeah. this point everyone everyone we see death all the time on yeah. TV, radio, everything. No matter like which field you're looking at, you know, like we see death everywhere, and so everyone's just gonna like they'll be sad about it for a little bit. They'll probably remember them forever, but it, you know it's it's not gonna change what people do with their music or anything regarding the subject. Yeah,
0: you know? but my thing is like you this we're literally talking about black artists right now you never hear this for any white artists and so who's running these and i don't mean to be on my you know dr umar woke stuff right now but like you know who's running these big organizations these corporations is white people white especially yeah. white men right and so you see people like young boy look uh dirk and all these people they are making millions upon millions selling records off of this type of theme and so you know it's racking it, it they're racking it up and so you know they keep the white man's kind of like yeah like keep keep it up man like you're you're gonna be big man like they're
1: encouraging that persona of is what course. you're trying to say and,
0: and it's the society that's kind of doing it and so they they see that oh my gosh like this we're getting money like we can make it out of the hood this is the way out so then people are seeing this is the way out being a rapper talking about fake stuff that they're not even part of this is what being a rapper is and this is how we make it out. And it's a cycle because then you start talking about things that you're not in. I mean, you talk, you talk about things that you are, but you're really not in real life and then you get killed for it. And then it's just an extension of, um, this history of, uh, this divide in the black community. Mm -hmm. And so it's just another out, uh, avenue for it. And it seems like it's just kind of hurting ourselves, shooting us, shooting us in the foot almost.
1: Yeah. Because it's been, and like like you, like you said before, like you know these all these labels are like ran by you know white people, mm-hmm. and it's it kind of feels like they're just like entertain just watching from you know like a top yeah. balcony and just kind of watching these dudes kill each other, especially when like some of these artists have like insurance policies. These labels be having like insurance policies for artists when they die and stuff like that, and I feel like they wow. kind of just instead of like you know these managers and. Um, you know, the people around like these artists, you just need to tell them, like, bro, chill. Like, bro, you're worth millions and millions of dollars. You can't be out here, like, in the streets. Like, you ain't got nothing to prove, bro. You, you worth millions. And I feel like this, this is away from the topic of violence, but I feel like that's kind of like a way how, um, kind of like part of the reason of how Juice World died. Like, I feel like his oh, addict, yeah. like, I feel like it's, that label yeah. and like the, the attention he was uh, getting, you know, pushed his, um, um, pushed his addiction so oh, bad addiction. Okay. Yeah pushed it so bad to the point where You know he obviously just couldn't take it no more and You think it was suicide? Not, no I don't think it was suicide Just overdose? Yeah it was an overdose but like I mean it more in like As far as like him like constantly consuming Like I feel like you know because of You know the labels like And like them seeing like the um, Like I felt Like for Juice World like him rapping about drugs Like that was his thing And I feel like you could say that with like a lot of these artists, these trap rappers or trap artists that a lot of their thing is um, rapping about violence and stuff like that. And as they keep on talking about it and keep on uh, rapping about that stuff, they become like succumbed by it to the point where like they're gone because of it. So I just feel like if these like management groups and, um, you know, the people that's around these artists, they got to just let them know, like. Bro, you were worth you are gen- you were literally changing your whole like family's future because of who you are right now like like you you we can't like lose you like at 20. They don't want to hear yeah. That, yeah, but they don't want to hear it at
0: the same time. Cuz they're making money doing the being fake. Yeah. I mean, that's that.
2: the thing too though. You like we're talking about future artists and stuff like future artists they they hear the music and they they hear about the drugs and everything and then they think, "Oh, like maybe if i like smoke some weed or if i drink some lean maybe you know i'll be a better artist maybe i'll i'll rap better maybe i'll have more things to rap rap about or sing about because i've actually experienced them so then they start doing them too and so that's that's also where that spreads too it's a cycle it's a cycle yeah it's a complete cycle Mm -hmm. so like uh, what what do you what do you think would would be the first thing to break that cycle
0: the it's i feel like this cycle in hip-hop is a uh Sample size of what's going on with minorities, especially uh, black people, across the um, across the country. So do you think? So I don't know, man. I I think it's systemic racism. I feel like it's a big. It's like a big thing. This is what's gonna break it. If you want to get to hip hop, it's gonna be. It's a big thing. It's
2: gotta be a civil, like civil change, whole thing. Yeah,
0: and it's gonna take some time, and it's gonna take a lot of legislative power, Mm -hmm. but it's gonna take unity and we haven't been that unified since shoo, mlk you know what i mean and so it's it's going to take a lot it's going to take and i don't know if this is going to go away from hip hop we can only i guess just pray that you know we can, people some of our favorite artists don't get into those and that's why rappers like Kendrick Lamar, Jay Cole, your woke mm-hmm. bo- quote unquote boring rappers are so successful and people respect them because they're talking about real stuff. They're lyricists. People, they're lyricists. You know, they're doing it with a purpose, and, a me- and they have a message. Yeah, definitely. So um, thank you guys so much for for tuning into this episode of Between Me and You, uh, and I, I appreciate that that very uh, – I know we could have gone on for hours on that yeah. one. But before we close, we would like to end up with a final take, a final word from one of us about a specific topic. This will be called The Soapbox. So today, Rashad is on The Soapbox. Rashad, tell him what's on your mind.
1: Yeah, man. So, you know, P and B situation, man. I've been thinking about it all week. And like I said, P and B was one of my favorite artists back in high school, man. Um going through the motions and catch these vibes, those were those were classic albums to me, man. And I uh I got a lot of memories to his music. So, you know, first off, rest in peace to P and B uh, and all condolences to his family. I know he he's got like two one or two daughters, I believe, and whole situation just sucks, man. But, you know, I wanted to I saw a lot of discourse on social media and, you know, one of them was a lot of people that were blaming his girlfriend. Like I said earlier, people were criticizing her because uh, police believe that um, her posting their location led to his death. But I feel like (sighs) the thing is y'all people are so focused on the fact that that location was posted and not more mad at the fact that people ran up into that Roscoe's while this man was having lunch with his girl and killed him like people are more mad at his girl than the people that actually killed them and i feel like that's what's really wrong with people that are as far as like how we're looking at the treating these situations because i feel like rappers are getting killed so often we're being like it's like normalized to us and that is like to not, us huh you a rapper no oh. <laughs> i i'll I be thinking i'm a rapper sometimes i'm not gonna <laughs> lie but no but like people like it's, I'm, I'm saying it like pe- people, when rappers die, people aren't really sad about it no more. They just kind of move on from it, and it's kind of becoming normalized. And that's, that's ridiculous to me. You know, I feel like these people are so talented and, you know, like I said, have brought so many memories and probably have changed the lives of so many people out, in and outside of their family. And, you know, we have to really have a focus on, you know, a way to uh prevent this violence from uh within the hip-hop community because you know hip-hop is art you know it's po, it's it's like poetry it basically is poetry and the fact that and these people are entertainers and the fact that these guys can't live their normal lives without having to have security around them all all the time the fact that they can't really go certain places with because they'll be seen the fact that Stuff that they done 10 years ago can haunt them today just because they're rich and famous Like, I just feel like it's ridiculous, man And, you know, we got a lot It's a lot of hating people in this world, to be quite honest with you And, you know, like I said, you know, rest in peace to B, man And, you know, we just gotta do better Especially, you know, the violence within hip-hop and the black community Because there's no way that people like B should just be, you know, getting taken away, you know That guy stays out the way, um, you know it just, it just sucks, man, but, yeah
0: yeah, I mean, Tupac said, I I always got to worry about the payback, some rough that I roughed up way back, coming back from all these years, right-a-tat, tat, tat, tat. That's yeah. the way it is because, you know, it's kind of like having that tar on your back. Um, and, yeah, and that PMB situation is – that's a that, nasty That, that boy situation. had hits. That boy had
1: hits. You saw what I was on Instagram? Yeah, that- and
0: and people weren't even thinking about PMB Last week, let alone the last year and now all of this and yeah, people are blaming the girlfriend and pointing fingers when really Wait, say that again, your mic is off.
2: People that probably like didn't even listen to him too.
0: Yeah. You're probably people, chiming in. And now chiming into this big larger uh conversation. So, you know, gotta heal the world some way, somehow. But we appreciate you guys for tuning in to this first uh, episode of between me and you we really appreciate the support and oh wait rashad has one more thing to say
1: hey shameless plug right now but all my marquette people uh this tuesday i'm doing the tuesday takeover on the college of Com instagram so go check your boy out also on monday new music mondays i'm hosting with the assistant music director sam bond Tap in with us, come on! I'm trying to show y'all.
0: And you have a story coming up about this very topic, right? Yeah, this uh, the whole we want to have one come out, right?
1: Or we right, we're we're trying, we're it's in the works, it's okay. in the works.
0: <laughs> okay. So see, look at look at Rashad on his activist game right now. I'm trying to change my community, man. That's all I want to do. Of course, of course. Well, we appreciate you guys for tuning in to Between Me and You, and we will see you next time.